to your point about what we talk about all the time mm -hmm. is limiting self-beliefs. Mm -hmm. So what I learned to understand about beliefs is that we can change them. Mm. That we choose to believe things from what we hear, right. that they resonate with something in our mind, something in our heart, our soul, something that we feel strongly about. So we develop a belief about that. Right. But then we also have those limiting self-beliefs based upon some of our stories from our past. Mm. You know, where we're told, you know, my story of when I was in second grade, yes. I was I was told that, oh, what's the matter with you? Are you stupid? Mm -hmm. You know, and sure, that resonated. And then that limiting self-belief. All right, welcome, 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 everybody, to another episode on the Kenneth Allen Thomas Show. It's a little bit different, okay? We've got a, a, a great vibe going on here right now. we got a different set. Normally, it's virtual. Normally, you're seeing some different things that's going on. And you got Guy and we got Nick. Nick is not with us today, but we got my, my co-host right here, Guy Still. My name is Kenneth Allen Thomas. And we Got a very very special guest guys now you guys know that i'm a leadership coach but the leadership coach also has a coach so you guys are going to meet the coach's coach all right which is my coach miss meg king that is in the building ladies and gentlemen so we are going to talk to her about so many different things um we're going to talk about her upbringing we're going to talk about her coaching we're going to talk about mental health meg mm -hmm. you know so listen guys you guys are in for a real treat this woman right here has been riding with me the last couple years and i'm super super excited to share her with you right here on the Kenneth Allen Thomas show right after this. Let's go. We living out the good life, the good life, yeah. I ain't gotta worry about a thing. Oh no. Had some obstacles I overcame. Oh yeah. You don't have to ever be the same. Oh lord. Cause when we change the mind, we change the game. So here we are, Meg. How are you? I'm great. I'm really great. Yes. And I'm so so super excited to be live in person. In person. With one of my favorite people. Yes, yes, yes. And my other favorite person, <laughs> Mr. Guy. <laughs> my yes. Person. yes. Yes. It's awesome to have you here. I mean, you know, this has been a long time coming. We were actually supposed to do this a, a little while ago, mm -hmm. but you had a surgery and everything. How you? How how are you recovering from Good. that? Good. Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm hanging in there. I wanted to ask you this, and I, I didn't ask you this in our coaching meetings or anything like that, but I want to ask you this when you got here. You know, going through a surgery, you know, is, you know, a big deal for any type of surgery that you go through. And mm -hmm. some people are probably going through them right now. So mm -hmm. mentally and stuff like that, how does one prepare for that? And, and some people are going through a, sur a surgery mentally. Some of them mm -hmm. are going through a surgery in life, right? Mm -hmm. Some of them are going through different types of surgeries, mm -hmm. right? It may not be something physical mm -hmm. necessarily where they got to get a knee replacement or something like that but you know how you know how is that you know preparing for the surgery we'll get into your background a little bit but I just I just want to start off the, you know the conversation asking you that question yeah I think it's a really great question and so for the listeners I had a knee replacement surgery and um, going into something like that mm -hmm. where you're actually having a piece of your body removed mm -hmm. right 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 <laughs> and you're thinking like oh my goodness how is this ever going to heal what's going to happen and, mm -hmm. and it's all the what ifs and all the future thinking mm -hmm. but here's what I really learned from it is you know you can't control the future mm -hmm. right all I could control was how I was going to go into that operating room. That's right. 
and really prepare myself in a way that I was going to leave it up to God. Mm -hmm. I knew that I was going to be in good hands. Right. He was going to take care of me. Mm -hmm. But also that I had to have trust mm -hmm. in the doctors mm -hmm. and that I had to have faith in myself. Mm -hmm. oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. Faith that's in good. myself right. to really know that I'm strong enough. I can get through this. I had family to help take care of me. I wasn't alone. So I had a lot of great support network, which helps. Right. But I still had to spend some time. I had to read some books mm. just to get my head around preparing right. for for my surgery. Yeah, 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 yeah. To take care of my mental health. Absolutely. I mean, I, you talk about faith and you talk about, you know, just preparing yourself, you know, mm -hmm. and having faith within Yourself, I think, is a major, major point yes. that you bring up, mm -hmm. and how many people, you know, today they don't, they don't have the faith within themselves. Mm -hmm. And I, I actually just posted something the other day where I said, "Remember the promise that you made to yourself. Stop, stop breaking those promises that you made to yourself because you still have time here on this earth. You still right. got time. You know, a lot of times we, uh, we don't have the faith. We, we, we doubt. We have those limiting beliefs mm -hmm. that we talk about, limiting right? all the time. We talk about them all the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so, yeah. expa so expand on, on, you know, the faith aspect of, you know, what does that look like for you? Like having that faith from within yourself. Within and, myself. Within yes. yourself, yeah. So it is getting really in touch with, the, to your point about what we talk about all the time, mm -hmm. is limiting self-beliefs. Mm -hmm. So what I learned to understand about beliefs is that we can change them, mm. that we choose to believe things from what we hear, right. that they resonate with something in our mind, something in our heart, our soul, something that we feel strongly about. Mm -hmm. So we develop a belief about that. Right. But then we also have those limiting self-beliefs mm -hmm. based upon some of our stories from our past. Mm. You know, where we're told, you know, my story of when I was in second grade, yes. I was I was told that, oh, what's the matter with you? Are you stupid? Mm -hmm. You know, and sure, that resonated. And then that limiting self-belief, I looked for evidence of that. Mm -hmm. And so preparing for the surgery and going within is recognizing those are just stories. Mm -hmm. Those are just things that we've made up and that we've believed in just based upon somebody saying something. Somebody saying something. Mm -hmm. Or something that we witness. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, I'll let you go in a second, God, but I think that, you know, having that story, that background of somebody saying something, right. that it's like we, we, we take that on mm -hmm. as in, in receiving it. Yeah. Versus just, and like I say this all the time, versus just experiencing it, mm -hmm. right? I, I oftentimes tell people, you can either experience the negativity of what a person says, mm -hmm. or you can receive the negativity of a per what a person says and about you. Mm -hmm. And if you receive it, then you believe it, mm -hmm. right? But if, you, but if you experience it, you recognize what that is, and you make the choice that I don't want to receive that you know, within within myself, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like that noticing. Mm. Right. Right. Do you think that these limitations that we put on ourselves are generational, right? Not just come from our past story, but come from the story of those that have come before us, family, fathers, mothers, and different feelings that they've had just passing on to us. I mean, Absolutely. for me, it's for me, it's big because not only is it. Uh, physical surgery but spiritual mm. spiritual surgery that needs to happen mm. so wow yeah i think that there's uh definitely lineage that's a, that's a great question mm -hmm. and i i think not enough people 
really take stock of their family history. Right. So limiting self-beliefs obviously come from our ancestry and Mm -hmm. what our parents tell us that we can or can't do, Mm -hmm. or our parents' behaviors. Money is a big one about limiting self-beliefs. Money is a huge thing. So that is generational. Mm So I absolutely believe that that can happen, but each generation has its opportunity right. Right. to change the story and change the narrative. Let me ask you this though: Why do you think that people don't want to change the narrative? Like, what are, what do you what do you feel like? You just said like we have the opportunity to, but why don't they seize the opportunity? Well, I think. There again, it's, well, it must be because it was told to me by somebody that I love or trust. Mm -hmm. My parents told me this or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, is, well, if I change that, if I challenge that, Mm -hmm. what does that make the rest of my family maybe? Like we start to go down other rabbit holes holes, of what it might mean. You know, there's many people that have changed the narrative of their story and have yeah. lost family due to that. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's other people who have changed the narrative of their story and have transformed their family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Right. So it's just the courage. Why don't we? We feel like maybe we don't have the tools. Mm-hmm. You and I talk about right. this all the, the time. We have yeah. to have the tools in our tool belt. Mm-hmm. We're not born with them. No. Right, right, right. <laughs> we can't right. do this by ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's having the tools. I don't know what to do. I don't know who to go to. How would I do it? Mm-hmm. And we get stuck in the how mm-hmm. versus just taking a step. A step, yeah. right. Because right. one step leads to another step leads mm-hmm. to another step. Right. Mm-hmm. Soon enough, we're walking around the world. Yeah, I, I've, I've done this. Um, I don't know if I told you this guy, but I've done this as well. And Meg talk, talks a lot about the by windy. So everybody that's watching, Meg talks a lot about the buy win. So if you ever see me post anything about the buy win date, it came from her. Okay, <laughs> but on my board downstairs, I have the why as one column. The second column is the how, and then the third column is the buy win date. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's this thing that I want to achieve. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's, for example, let's just say it's like a million bucks. I want to be a millionaire by the end of 2023. All right. Well, how is that really going to happen? Right. Is it possible? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Is it, is it, is it, it, can I see it? Yeah, I can see it. All right. Well, why do I need to make that happen? Right. What's the first step that I need to do? What, what, why do I want a million dollars? And if I get a million dollars, what exactly am I going to do with it? Mm-hmm. Right. How am I going to invest it? What, what are those things? And for those that are watching, I'm trying to give you guys the, the steps that you may need, that you may be struggling with. Okay, I want a million dollars. Okay, but yeah, but why? What, what is your purpose for the million that you that you want? Okay, so then I came up with a list of reasons why. These are the reasons why I want to invest in this, or I want to, you know, put. I want a bigger house. I don't know. I, I, whatever the the why is, put why something for my family, and then how is it going to happen, right? And this is something that I learned from Meg. Like you know, one of our first meetings it's like you know the vision mission and values I remember right and i when you write all that stuff down you understand like okay i want to have this thing by this date and it's kind of like signing a contract with yourself mm-hmm. right so how many people like actually break the contract they do right 
Yes. But here's the thing about by when dates, because a lot of people are afraid to make goals and they're afraid to put a by when date, because what if it doesn't happen? Mm. Right. Oh, what does that make me now? Right. Mm. I'm a failure. Oh, right. now that's the evidence. Or okay. Maybe right. some sort of limiting belief. Mm-hmm. So by when dates are really just a great way to have a tracking system. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. That's right. It's just a tracker. That's right. You know, we track other things in our our lives. Mm-hmm. So we track how much money we spend. Maybe we track how much mileage we put on our cars. I mean, there's all kinds of things that we right. can think of that we track. Mm-hmm. By when dates are just a way to track the movement, mm-hmm. track the action. Mm-hmm. So we have the the why, which is you know what is it really going to provide for you, which mm-hmm. is great. And when do you want that? Right. So mm-hmm. that it can actually make it happen. Make it happen. Right. And then we have the goals, the milestones to those goals, and then the action steps with the by when dates. I think a lot of that, for me, it might even be encouragement, right? Because mm-hmm. a by when date for me is, um, you know, I'm, I'm, it's a lot of self-reflection, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm coming to the by when date and I haven't really made so much movement, I need to do X. To do, you know, I need to do more to accomplish this goal by such and such time. I think for me... Um, I have a problem with holding on to, uh, I'm hard on myself, right? Well, like you said, those limiting, those limiting beliefs, right? And I think that those limiting beliefs become, uh, more reality for me when I do reflect on my past and my childhood and my lineage, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, mental health is a big deal for me, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a private, you know, me and Penny were talking before the show, and I'm, I, I'm fairly private, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't like too many people to know the things that I'm going through. So for me, I think even, um, you know, by when date on work that I need to do on myself is important for me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's important that we talk about those and things. We talk, you bring up a good point, right? And you talk about your own, his own mental health. Mm-hmm. Right. Recently, there has been talks in the news about um, men's mental health. Yeah. Where um, the UFC fighter um, Patty, I can't say his last name, uh, so forgive me. I don't know what his last name is, but he mentioned how um, there's this stigma in the world where it's not okay for a man to cry. Right. right? And many men feel that they can't talk out their problems because it's not manly mm-hmm. right so so from a woman's perspective okay and a seasoned vet <laughs> as well too right what what is your take for the men what what is something that you would say to the men that are battling mental health now to hear from a woman because i i say that and as i as i phrase this question for you because there's something about a woman that men can be motivated by, encouraged by, you know, um, men that grow up with, obviously with their mothers and stuff like that, is something that a mom can say to their son that gets them going, mm-hmm. right? So, so Meg, like, you know, what do you say to, to men that are battling? What kind of help do should they seek out? What, is it okay? Like, what are your thoughts on that whole situation? Well, first of all, I, I have experienced that in my own life, mm-hmm. my late husband. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I know to be true is that, first of all, you have to want it. Mm. You have to be open Mm. to having the help and the support. Mm -hmm. So for a man to really get in touch with 
you know, okay, what is it that I want in my life? Mm-hmm. Why do I want this? Mm-hmm. You know, what would having a stronger mental health really provide for me, mm-hmm. for my happiness, for my health, my well-being, but mm-hmm. for those around me? That's mm-hmm. right. But there, t- there has to be an opening mm-hmm. right. to get in. That's right. 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 I think we do a lot of hiding. Right? Yes. Hiding it, right? Right. Um, Danny Garcia, this past weekend, after his match, mm-hmm. After his boxing match, mm-hmm. he spoke on anxiety and his depression and the time that he needed to, um, you know, for himself, to that's get right. himself together and make himself stronger mm-hmm. in that way. I think that's real big for men to not hide those things. And I think that that's the first step. So I have to come out of hiding mm. and then want the help, you right. know, because because what we do is. Um, we hide it and we hide it from those most important to us as well. So those that we're supposed to be connecting with in, on that level, we don't want them to feel like we're not enough. Mm-hmm. Like we're not, we're not. Uh, we want them to be proud of us. We want them to be happy being around us. We don't want to feel um, less, you know, less than or not capable of, look, we're men. We're supposed to be helping, let's just say our partner, right? How do we open up to that partner and say, look, I'm not, Right now, I, I have to work on myself. I'm not able to help you. Like, how do you even phrase that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just going through those things uh, are have been definitely something that is uh, social media and media, like, all over it. Mm. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a fear component to there it, you go. right? Mm-hmm. So there's the fear factor. Mm-hmm. But what happens with fear, and I want you guys to really think about this for men. Mm-hmm. So... The fear, I can't, I cannot own up that I'm fearful, right? Right, right. <laughs> It will come out in some way or another. 100%. So it comes out in anger mm-hmm. or it comes out as withdrawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. So that's typically what happens. We're either sad and withdrawn yep. or we get angry. We get yep. angry, right. 100%. Right. It's correct. And that's the fear of that vulnerability of I can't. I can't let you see me that way. Weak. Mm. Yeah. That's right. So I think it's particularly challenging for men. That's right. Because of all of that. <laughs> have to be older, you know, have to be bold and have to be, you know, I'm the, I'm the man and I'm courage. And, but I do feel that there has been incredible changes mm-hmm. right. in our society from the time when I grew up and our fathers grew up mm-hmm. to now, mm-hmm. right? you know, right. with men and the the acceptance and the readily available mm-hmm. of men's support groups. That's right, yeah. Oh I just gosh. got, I just, I literally just um, finished uh, speaking at a men's conference, right? Yeah, I remember you telling me about yeah, this. Yeah, it was 75 men, right? To get 75 men in a room, period, you know? I know at our church we had like, I think we had over 100 something men. Um, you know, uh, a couple of months ago, maybe back in February, where we had a, a, a men's get together, mm-hmm. and just to get men in the room and see that many men in the room is hard enough. And I think that that's a blessing on its own. Yes, right. Yep. And I remember, I remember the first time I actually saw togetherness in men was the Million Man March. Ooh, remember that? Yeah, I did. In the nineties, yeah. the Million Man March. A million. So it's not saying that it can't be done. It can be done because men need the support, like iron sharpening iron of each other to lean on one another Mm -hmm. as in saying, hey, bro, listen, I got you. 
-hmm. You know, like it, it, it's cool. Like it's cool to you. I'm not going to look at you as less of a man mm -hmm. if you if you shed a tear in front right. of me. Like you don't look like a punk if you shed a tear, mm -hmm. right? Uh, uh, you know, I was talking to a friend. He's like, "Yo, we got tear ducts for a reason." Mm -hmm. <laughs> we got tear ducts for a reason. If it wasn't meant for a man to cry, then God wouldn't have designed it for us to. Right. 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 There's a but, mutual but, willingness that goes into that. A willingness to right. to hold them up and a willingness to exactly. cry out for that. But but throughout life, what do we what do we hear? Be a man. Like right. oh, what you crying for? Mm -hmm. And oh, that ain't nothing to cry about. Like right. how do you know? Right. That there is nothing to cry about. Right. Well, I think it's for men too, um, because of that emotional, like if I'm emotional, that means I'm vulnerable, that yep. means I'm less than, or yep. whatever the story might be, right. right? But that to be actually get in touch with the emotion, there's an emotional wheel. Mm. Uh, oh gosh, I wish I had it. Oh, oh yeah. I shared it with yeah, you. you. Yeah, yeah, I shared yeah, it with yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. That is such a powerful thing to be able to name the emotion. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling sad. Yes. I'm feeling agitated. I'm feeling joyful. I'm right. feeling a little frightened. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling insecure. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling, I'm feeling courage. Mm -hmm. right? To name that emotion of that emotional wheel allows us then to oh, change the narrative. Change the narrative. And take the step right. to make the change that we need to make or seek the support that right. we need. I love what you were saying about though the men that iron and support, iron mm -hmm. supporting sharpening iron, iron yeah. sharpening right. iron. Uh -huh. Because I think that is the piece for men. Mm -hmm. Like I think it's very difficult. I, I love the guy that I live with. He's mm -hmm. my fiance. I love him to dear mm -hmm. dearly, but I I know that it's hard for him to be vulnerable with me. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, right. because perhaps, perhaps I might think not anything less of him, but that there's going to be, it's going to trigger something. Right. Mm, and right. he doesn't want to upset me right. or have me worried about right. anything. Right. Can I say this? Yeah. I have, in recent weeks, um, expressed to my wife how I feel. Mm. Because she, because we're one when we're married. And it's been really, really awesome to see just how she's just listening. She's not judging me. She's not saying, oh, man up or anything like that. She's literally taking, sometimes she doesn't say anything at all. Maybe because she doesn't know exactly what to say. Mm -hmm. But. I know that she's taking it in and listening and she's, she's taking mental note. How can I support my husband moving forward because this is how he feels, right? Because mm -hmm. if we're going through a personal situation now and it's just like, okay, this is how I feel about the situation. Right. As a man, this is how I feel, mm -hmm. right? And this is like bottom line, I'm not okay with this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you put so much work into something mm -hmm. and then you don't and it doesn't get uh, recognized necessarily. Not saying that it doesn't need to be recognized, but when it gets thrown back in your face, like a slap in the face, mm -hmm. as in like this person just does not yeah. see yep. what is going on, and then and 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 they don't appreciate the years and years of work that you did put in. Yeah, it can make a man feel like, dang, am, am I really Ooh. worth anything? Mm -hmm. But I think what you said about Josie's response and reaction was important yeah. because for all the viewers 
who show the willingness and the courage to share don't feel like silence. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like silence it, just because you're not hearing anything is a bad answer, mm-hmm. right? Because those on the other end are processing. Those on the other end are, they want to make sure that they are as supportive as possible when they do respond right. to it, right? So silence isn't always a bad thing. And it's that's uh, crazy that I have gone through times where I'm waiting for the other person to say something. Because sometimes what? We want to ear, but sometimes we need a voice, right? And you said that, you know, not that it needs to be recognized, right? But just responded to, and they're taking their time to do that. Right, so. right, right, right. But something that you you said struck a chord in me about how Josie um, was quiet. Mm-hmm. And tell me, guys, if this is the way you are, because this mm-hmm. is my experience right. of men. Mm-hmm. I have to fix it. Mm. I have to fix it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I have to fix Immediately. it. Immediately. So there's a little bit of an experience, too, of the woman's side that yeah. I just want to be able to tell you what the heck is on my mind. Right. And I don't need you to fix, fix me. It. Yeah. Right. But there's like, I'll fix it. Well, if you do, and if you, it's the advice monster or the mm. fix it, you know, the fix it, Mr. Fix it. Yeah. Can I share a story? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. As many as you want. So, um, this is just such a, a, a great topic, and it's um, very near and dear to me because I, to- I told you my late husband also had mental some mental health issues. He was a wonderful, wonderful man. He was friends with everybody. Nobody, He didn't have a mean bone in his body, but he did not think well enough about himself. Self. Nothing. He just did not think well enough about himself. And I'll never forget... Hmm. I, I said, his name was Rick. I said, Rick, you need to get help. I can't do this alone. I can't be the support that you need by myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the tools in my tool belt at that time. Right. I just mm-hmm. didn't. And, and I couldn't have supported him anyway because I was almost too close to the situation. You know what I mean? Mm. But here's what he said. I'm too broken. Mm. And I wonder... And I, that to me was one of the most vulnerable things to hear from him, and it just made me cry. Wow. Because in my opinion, nobody's too broken because you're, there's nothing to be fixed. Mm. Nobody's broken. Right. Mm. But that mental health aspect was that I'm too broken. Mm. Nobody can help me. Wow. He went to counseling for, and saw a therapist for maybe maybe five times, mm-hmm. never went back. Mm. He just couldn't. He couldn't look at himself. Hmm. So when we're talking about mental health and, and men, is there, a, is there, do you experience or do you know men in your community that say, I can't turn that mirror on me because right. I might discover something and I'm too broken? Wow. I don't know. Yeah, well, I have never really experienced the aspect of being broken. Okay. Right. I think I have experienced aspects of hitting a rock, right? Hitting a wall, being on rock bottom, being like at the pit, but never broke enough to Mm -hmm. climb back up, you know, to to not being able to climb back up. Like that, I've never gotten to that, to that space. I've gotten to spaces where I've been um, angry at myself because of the situation, the decisions that I made, but never felt like I can't do this. And I think the reason why, and you may be able to relate to this, is because of 
what was uh, put on me as a kid. Hmm. Okay, um, there are multiple things, and as as a kid, you know, I, I'm the skinny kid, right? Skinny Kenny, you know, they go that little Ethiopian boy. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not even Ethiopian. <laughs> like, you know, it, it was just like the fact that, you know, kids in the 90s and stuff like that, your chop game had to be be on point because it was just, you know, for the comebacks. But the, the bullying or, you know, I, I had really bad asthma where um, I was always, I was in and out of the hospital and stuff like that. So people would always think that or always take the shots at me because I was the skinny one. I was a small guy. And I took all of that. And had a, I'm a prove it to you type of mentality. I'm going to prove you wrong. I can do this. I wasn't even allowed to cut grass until I was a teenager because I was, it was set off my, my, my asthma. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't able to play football until I was, you know, uh, a little bit older in high school because my parents was afraid that it was set off my asthma. And I just had this mentality of, I'm at this pit where I don't care what anybody else says anymore. I'm going to live my life and I'm going to push forward. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to try this. And I think for men, where when we hit this pit, if it's t- that, that sometimes it's that time to try something new, mm-hmm. right? It's time to try something. You know what? I'm going to try this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try, you know, doing it this way because mm-hmm. it hasn't worked the ways before clearly if i'm at this pit why would i keep going the same way up mm-hmm. right so for me that that brokenness i've been heartbroken but i've never been broken as a man mm-hmm. i've never been broken because I've, I've always felt i've always had that underdog mentality mm-hmm. that i have i gotta get i gotta get there yeah that million yeah. I, got, I gotta get there not yeah. because I, I'm, I'm money hungry but because i know what god wants me to do with it mm-hmm. That's, that's the difference. Yeah. I think what uh, you're intricate in this just because I have, there's been times in my life where I've felt broken, mm-hmm. right? You, sometimes we're broken and we don't even know it, right? We, we well, go through. I don't through, believe anybody's broken. Right. Well, I feel, you may we, feel we have these unworthy. emotions. Yeah, we have these mm, emotions that put us in a broken place, right? Uh, we might identify it as broken, right? And so. Right. We go through these emotions and have these things, and it's so important, the people you keep around you. I always have to bring that to the forefront. The people that you keep around you are ones that are going to lift you up when you're down, right? When you have those feelings, when you have those emotions, and it may be for a split second, a moment, a day, but they can last long sometimes, too. Mm -hmm. And so people that you have around you to pick you up when you're down are are very, very important. in mental health or any health, you know, you want to be able for some have those people there to support you and also hold you accountable. And so you want to it's an exchange. It's an exchange. But that mental health is definitely um, like an, when you have those um, those split moments and you have those emotions that come from that. Um, just having someone there to pick you up is important. Mm-hmm. I want to shift here and make. Mm-hmm. OK, so you are a coach. Mm-hmm. My coach. Okay. Um, what has your journey been like getting to being who you are now? Because you've been in the beauty industry for a really long time. Mm-hmm. You guys know that she's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know. Um, you know, so take us take us through because you, you went through you you went on this entrepreneurial um lane to become, you know what, I'm going to be um I'm going to be my own boss. 
right? I'm not going to work for anybody no more, anything like that, that type of mentality. You know, what were some of the steps? Now, I know the story, but I want the audience to, to understand, you know, what, what got you to where you're at now. Well, first of all, I do want to say I've always been an entrepreneur. I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit, right? right? I'm selling lemonade as a kid. <laughs> right. I'm doing, I'm enrolling everybody to, hey, I have baby bunnies that I just found. Help me feed the baby bunnies, yeah. right? It's like I've always been that entrepreneur, and I had my own business for 22 years, and um made a really bad business decision mm. and um, my life was yanked out from underneath me mm -hmm. and um, I was truly, truly uh, at the depths of despair for myself mm. and what I realized it, at that moment in time and even though I had support around me, I was feeling, to your point, I was feeling like I had broken in half mm -hmm. just because my dreams had just been pulled out mm -hmm. right from under me. But what I realized was that I was in control of me, you know, and if I wanted to have my life go the way I wanted it to go, um, I needed to do something different. That's right. Mm. So mm. what does Einstein say? Do the same thing over and over again and you get the same, same results. results is the right. definition of insanity. Right, right. right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so... I needed to do something different, so I really did step out onto the skinny branches of life with no money, mm. no money, I've told you this story, yes. no money, no job, Yeah. and I signed up to become a life coach because I realized at that point that that's what was going to help me in my life, right. to spend a year of working just on me, mm. and I had to come up with $1,600 every single, every single solitary month Wow. with no job. $1,600. $1,600. Mm. I had no job. Mm -hmm. I had to pay all my bills. Mm -hmm. And I still had to come up with an additional $1,600. Right. I cleaned houses. I walked dogs. Mm -hmm. I painted houses. Come on. I did everything yeah. that I could do. But that was my commitment to me. Mm -hmm. That was the commitment that I made to me. And during that journey, I just really got clear about what I wanted to do and bring to the world. Right. And the people that I wanted to have an impact. Mm. It wasn't about me. Right. I thought it was in the beginning, I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. I thought it was about me getting like letters behind my name. Right. <laughs> right, certified right, right. coach, you know, right. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But at the end, I got through that year that I spent a lot of time, a lot of money, and made amazing friendships. But I realized that journey wasn't about me. Mm -hmm. And so where I landed today is really about making it for others. For others, yeah. And to share my story. Mm -hmm. And that um, I have a cape. Yeah. I have a cape. Yeah. But my cape has holes in it, and mm. it's not perfect. That's right. But I want to share what those lessons of my holes mm -hmm. have really taught me. Mm. And I do get to do that. You know, we get to talk all the time. Absolutely. Several times during the course of the month. And yeah. I work with other clients, and we... I get to use the tools from my life coaching program and the practice and continued learning practice. It's not a one and done. It's not like, hey, I went to school for a year and I'm right, done, right? Exactly. I'm constantly, constantly learning, learning, constantly yes. growing, constantly gaining new tools and sharing them with you mm -hmm. and sharing them with all of my clients. But to be able to see now that my greater purpose mm -hmm. is to really have an impact on other people's mm -hmm. lives. Right. So that I can have them create that shift mm -hmm. 
whether it be in their entrepreneur mm -hmm. world, mm -hmm. you know, as a business coach, because that's what I've done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, coach business to people to have $2.6 million businesses. One of yeah. my clients, he went from, you know, 100,000 to 2.6 million. Wow. Yeah. Come on. To other people who just shifted and said, I've never experienced my life the way I have until I met you. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's really big. That's good. That's huge. Yeah. People who've realized their dreams. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it's like I was stuck in this corporate job. Now I have a food truck and I'm living the life of Come my on dreams. Now. Mm -hmm. Right, mm -hmm. right. And that's the thing. Like, what is it that you want to do? And you figure out what you wanted to really do. Mm -hmm. Right. You said your life was taken from from up under you. Twenty two years made a bad decision and no job, no money. You know, and we hear this this type of story all the all time the from people. Right. And but for some people, he still doesn't click. It's like, hey, listen, you're not the only one that doesn't have the money, that doesn't have the job. You said you had to come up with sixteen hundred bucks a month. That's a that's rent for people. Mm -hmm. That's rent. And I said yes to sure. this sixteen thousand dollar program in twenty four hours. Sixteen thousand dollar program in twenty four hours. You said yes, yes to it, to. and you had to come up with the money every single month mm -hmm. to pay it off, right? So. Here's, a, here's what I want you guys to understand, those that are listening. I want y'all to catch this. Don't miss what Meg is dropping right now. She committed to something. She didn't have the money to do it, but she said she was going to find a way to do it. Mm -hmm. You know what type of level of faith that you have to have within yourself to say, I'm going to find a way to get this money. So we oftentimes say there's money everywhere, which there is. There is money everywhere. everywhere, right? When you think that you don't have money, there's money. You're sitting on money right now. Yep. Think about it. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we sitting on money. We talking about money. Um, you know, we're wearing money. Go ahead. Right? There's so much that, you know, somebody hit me up earlier like, yo, man, I just, I just uh, sold this, you know, so I could pay this bill. You know what I mean? They went to a pawn shop or whatever to, to sell this so that they could pay this bill. And I'm like, hey, listen, you got to do what you got to do. There's money everywhere. What we struggle with is here's the home run, right? Mm -hmm. We want to hit it. We want to hit the home run out the park. We don't settle for singles. Mm -hmm. We don't settle for doubles. True. We don't settle for triples. We want to hit home runs every single time. But if you look at the average baseball player and how many times they get up to bat, in a season, season yes. right? 300 times they go up to bat in a season. Mm -hmm. You know how many hits they, they get? You know how many home runs they get? The average baseball player probably hit 26 home runs out of 300 at-bats. If, if they're lucky. If they're lucky. That's the average. Right. <laughs> We're not talking about, like, the Bryce Harpers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We're not talking, We're talking about, about Aaron Judge that, like, 40-something right, right, home runs right, and everything right, right now. Right, right, You know? So, mm -hmm. so... But but the but but back to where you were saying like you you saw within yourself that you can do this and you wanted to do this and you wanted to make this change you tried something different mm -hmm. and went and got it. But I think Kenny it kind of goes circles back to what we were talking about the limiting self beliefs. Yeah, right. And you talked about the hit home run. Mm -hmm. What resonated for me about that home run? It sounds like I want somebody to do it for me. Yes. I want somebody to do it for you. Figure it out for me. That's right. Because it's too hard. It's too hard. I can't <laughs> do it. Right? So therein lies the limiting self-belief. Or I'm stuck in the how. Well, here's what I, I, and I share this with all my 
all my clients mm -hmm. is, and I've said this to you many, many times, is the how will show up if you're committed. Mm -hmm. First, you've got to have the commitment. Yeah. You've got to say, this is what I want. Kind of goes back to what we were talking about, the, the why. The, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then to take that step forward. Just a, a kind of a side note as to what I see people and how people really do live their lives is kind of on two different paradigms. Mm -hmm. So one paradigm is on, on one side is... I'm either going to be resigned. Oh, well, it's just the way it is. That's right. Oh, well, too bad. Oh, well, I can't do anything about it. Oh, you know, ugh, ugh, just is what it is, right? Yeah. Resignation. Resignation. Right, 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 right. No, it's not. It's a terrible right. thing, right. right? Horrible. But the other side of that paradigm that people live on, and they bounce back and forth, is mm. attachment. Okay. Oh, it has to be this way. Well, it, uh, it has to go like this. I'm attached mm -hmm. to how the outcome or the the future has to be. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. it doesn't look like that, then I I can't. Then I don't want it. I right. can't do it, and right. I don't want it. Mm -hmm. But what I invite people to look at is from that place of commitment. Come mm -hmm. on. If we could go up to another level of a paradigm and just live from commitment. Mm. When we're in commitment, there's possibility. Possibility. Mm. And possibilities are all over. All over. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm never going to be a concert pianist or, you know, yeah. a rock star, though I had dreams of that. <laughs> um, right, not right, the right. Pianist, but the rock star. Rock star, right. right. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I'm never going to be that, but that doesn't mean that I can't be committed to playing the guitar if I choose, mm -hmm. singing, taking voice lessons. It doesn't mean that I can't experience experience my dream right. from a place of commitment. Place of right. commitment. Mm. Right. To give me more joy. And and, 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 and to, to, to piggyback on that guy, you coach football. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? How committed do your boys have to be to win another title this year? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean like, I mean what do you what do you tell what do you tell them? It's I mean I I take a lot of stuff from you. Right. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but you know what? Um this won't be just a repeat. This is the fourth championship, the fourth straight championship that we're going after, wow. right? So there are things that you say that have been said already, but you say them in a different way. Um, personally, my my approach is you get to know the person and you get a better player, mm. right? So not only do you say, here's the X's and O's, here's what you do on the field. No, what are you doing at home? How are you doing it at home? So that not only you are you're in a better mind frame to handle home, but you're in a better mind frame when you come here on the field, right? We want focus, we want determination, we want those adjectives that you use and try to push them into, um, you know, believing that they're a gladiator, right? But we want to make sure that your heart, your mind, and your body is in the right place off the field. So when you come on the field. There's clarity, mm. right? There's ability to take in that wisdom, right? And willingness that we talked mm -hmm, about, right? Mm -hmm. There needs to be a willingness and a commitment, not just to win for for themselves, but for everyone, right? Because young men in high school tend to think of self. I was one of them, right? And so we grow through that. And, uh, you know, those are the same lessons that I'm learning yeah. in life. Yeah, amen, amen. Meg, you have some things coming up, okay? You have a... Is it a coaching program? Or, oh, do you have your 
master class. My mastermind. Your mastermind. Yes, I mastermind. Have my mastermind class. So talk about up. the mastermind a little bit for the audience that you know before we end this and everything. You know, talk about the mastermind. What does it entail? Oh, uh, I love you my know. mastermind. Yes. 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 So this mastermind course, it, it's a six-week course, mm-hmm. and what it really is taking people through is their five-star DNA life, mm. and the DNA I tie it into. The DNA of our body. The DNA of our body is a repeated story. It's mm. a repeated, it's a repeated, um, how do I want to say it? I'm, I'm missing the word right now, but it's, it's a repeat o- over cycle. and over. Yeah. Pardon? Cycle. Cycle, yes. Yeah. Um, but what I'm looking at too is how do we create repetition in our life to have more joy, more time, more freedom, more abundance. Mm. And I'm not talking about money abundance. I'm mm-hmm. talking about overall. Er, overall right, abundance. Right, 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 right. So it's the DNA mm-hmm. to create a five-star life, which is your dreams, needs, and actions. Mm. So I walk people through a six-week course with tools and workbooks. We come together. We do it Zoom. And um, I've had amazing, amazing people have great breakthroughs. Wow. Seeing their life in a different perspective to be like, oh, I never knew that this is what I really wanted. Mm -hmm. And others to say, oh, now I feel so clear. Mm -hmm. I knew what I wanted, but the clarity was, there was a lot of fogginess Mm -hmm. to be able to, and there again, that's that how, Mm -hmm. to be able to gain the clarity of the steps to get to where they really want to be Mm -hmm. in life, in business, in relationships. It works across the board. Mm -hmm. And so that's really exciting. I have a a group starting up in September. Okay. Mm -hmm. So can people still sign up? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. So yes. where do they go to sign up? So they can go to MegKingConsulting.com. Mm-hmm. We're going to put that in the description. <laughs> and on my website, um, there are two freebie gifts that mm-hmm. they can download. Mm-hmm. One is creating a vision, your vision statement. And the other one is a deep core check-in, your mm-hmm. deep down core check-in. Awesome. Which is a really great self-assessment. Mm, I love and it. then that kind of starts the it starts the juices flowing. Here we go. I love it. Here we go. I love it. Let's I'm get say that, one get thing that turkey basin. I'm, I'm going to say one thing about it. You know, we... We often talk about cycles, right? right? Cycles in a way of repeating things that we've done in the past that not have yielded the results necessary. And I think that your master class, it flips, right? It flips the, the term and the use of cycles, mm-hmm. right? To using, to coming back to using cycles for more positive outcome, mm-hmm. right? Because we talk about cycles and we're like, I'm going through this and I'm going through that over and over. But what she's going to provide is a cycle to to uh, less normalize mm-hmm. cycles and being uh, yielding positive outcomes. Yes. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think that what people are going to understand out of this right. is finding that joy, finding right. that abundance, like right. you said earlier, right? Yes. And and this is the perfect time to get it. Right. Think yes. about it. Right. What we're going through right now is listen. It's been. What almost three years yes. of this thing yes. that yeah. we've been going through. Right. So we're in we're in the third cycle. Right. Yes. Right. We go from sickness to a bunch of craziness. Mm-hmm. Right. To our finances are now being hit, mm-hmm. where inflation is rising crazy. Mm-hmm. The best time to get the tools that you need is right now, Absolutely. because this is the downfall. Mm-hmm. 
you don't want to get it when oh when when it, when it, when, it, when, it, when everything is great when everything is popping mm-hmm. oh guess what all the resources or whatever they they done dried up and everything at that point you got to get it now in the soil mm-hmm. where everything is getting deep because at the lowest point is where we should go ahead and get in that cave and start working mm-hmm. right I I think that I, I was telling uh, my audiences on Instagram earlier I'm taking them through the process of me uh, building this YouTube channel okay so in March we were at 2,000 something subscribers 90 days 100 days later we're at over 160,000 subscribers right but it's the process of where we're we're going right And, and I told them this I said I believe in putting on a great YouTube channel because it's another stream that we can use for as a resource to then help other people in a, in a better way, right? There'll be a there'll be an extra stream coming in so that we can do more, and on top of that, it'll be something that's passive in the future because of what is happening on YouTube digitally and everything right now. Mm-hmm. We talked about this song, like you know, it's basically like digital real estate, right? In a sense, like scoop up all the digital real estate that you can now. At such a cheap price, guess what? It costs you zero to start a YouTube channel. It I got you, mine now. I gotta use it, right? You gotta use it. It right. costs you nothing. Yeah. All it takes. I mean, Matt. Matt, we was talking about this earlier and everything, right? Matt, like, yo, he he's he get on me about the settings on my camera and stuff like mm-hmm. that because I just hit record. I just hit record. He be saying like, yo, what's your color grade? Like, what's your? Uh, <laughs> I don't know none of this stuff. But I'm like, listen. I just hit record and press play. Yeah. Right? I let him handle all the all, all the extra the stuff, stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the whole thing is I get more joy. I get more, you know, abundance out of that. Like I'm I'm very happy with the fact that we get to provide something for the people. Mm-hmm. You know? So in this last question, Meg, with everyone going through all the nonsense that they're going through right now, mm-hmm. everything that's just been happening, okay? We, I say, I give this question to everybody that comes on the show. Okay. I want you to imagine that you've got all eight billion of us listening to you Ooh, right now. That's exciting. The stage is yours. It's exciting. Okay. It doesn't matter what tier they're in. Doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know, what race they are, what color they are, mm-hmm. male, female, whatever. Doesn't matter. I like rainbows. Okay. Here we go. So, what do you say to them in order to encourage them? and get them to that next level in their life? Mm, that's a good one. Mm. I have so many things that just popped up into my mind. Right. The first one is uh, one of my favorite quotes from uh, Ben Franklin is to invest a coin in your mind, all the coins in your mind and your purse will overflow. Mm-hmm. Like invest into your mind and your purse will overflow. And it really means that we are taking care of our mental health, mm-hmm. that we're taking care of our our, our personal development and mm-hmm. our growth mm-hmm. for us to have more abundance in life. Right. So it just made me think of that quote. Mm. To motivate people, I, I think what it comes down to is to really close your eyes, breathe, mm-hmm. and really get connected mm-hmm. to you mm-hmm. you've got to get connected to you because mm-hmm. you are magnificent mm-hmm. you are special your medicine is needed in this world mm-hmm. and for us to for 
for us, for you, I'm going to say you out there in the listenership, for really to see the gift that you are, Mm -hmm. to Mm. have your light shine bright and not let anybody dim it comes to you getting in touch with you. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Being the light of the world is what I got from that, which is what we're called to be. You know, those that believe um, we are called to be the light of the world in this dark place that we live in. You know, shine a light for those that that need it so Mm -hmm. they can then light their own match and everything as well, too. Yep. I love it. I love it. Meg, it was such a pleasure to have you on. Thank you. Did you have fun? I did. We have to have you back on. May I just... So may I do some acknowledgement? For sure. Because you know I love to acknowledge people. Yes, yes, yes. Guy, I want to acknowledge you for being vulnerable and sharing that you have been struggling and having some issues. And to be able to say that out loud and 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 be okay with it and to share it with others is, is so courageous. And I also want to acknowledge you for being you. that person with those young boys in your football team mm-hmm. and really caring about them mm-hmm. and caring about their life and caring mm-hmm. about their well-being. It's not all about get out there and hustle, right? right? That it is about, hey, what's happening? Mm-hmm. I just really want to acknowledge Appreciate you it. for being that person and being a light in their life. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Kenny, I want to acknowledge you for just all of the amazing things that you bring to this world. Just you're an amazing father, your commitment to your family, your commitment to your journey, yeah. to your passion, to really touching a million plus lives. You know, yes. I'll never forget the by day. By 2025. That, yep, <laughs> I'll never forget the day that yeah. I was introduced to you by Violetta and how, you know, this was your mission, and I was like, I want to be, I want to be on that journey with yeah. that man because yeah. that resonates for me, and really want to acknowledge you for for staying so true and committed, and through all of the things that life throws. Amen. Thank you so much, Meg. Thank I appreciate you. you. Listen, everybody, if you guys want more of this, you guys know what to do. Go ahead and click subscribe, like comment let us know your thoughts let us know what you thought of the show let us know uh what you think of of what what meg was talking about what struck you the most put that in the comments and everything below okay and if you want more of this okay you can also get exclusive content that will be um landing out on our patreon page as well too the link is going to be in the bio you guys can go ahead and donate for five bucks a month to get exclusive content and everything that we're going to be doing right here on the kenneth allen thomas channel all right with that being said like i always say when we change the mind we change the game yesterday is gone tomorrow worry about itself today is all you got and if today is all you got you make sure you impact today the best way we know how so go out there and start living beyond measure we check y'all later next week peace we living out the good life the good life yeah i ain't gotta worry about a thing oh no had some obstacles i overcame Cause when we change the mind, we change the game